Well, hello and welcome to this month's CSF podcast. As always, aiming to keep you up to date with the latest information and data in rheumatology. Well, in this podcast, I'm going to focus on the latest update to the EULA recommendations for the management of rheumatoid arthritis with synthetic and biological disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs. Now, these were originally developed in 2010, and we tend to update them every three years in ULAR as insights evolve, new medicines potentially are approved, and a whole variety of different alterations may be prevalent in clinical practice. So the last update to the recommendations accordingly was in 2019. And at, at this time, it was stated that the update had reached a steady state. Um, of course, 2022 changed all that. So we've really got quite a lot of data that were included in the recommendations. And I'll talk to that just in a moment. Two things in particular uh, were prevalent, particularly the FDA warnings in cardiovascular malignancy risks for tofacitinib in comparison to TNF inhibitors following the oral surveillance trial. And then the publication of the ACR update and RA management guidelines, which distinctly discouraged the use of glucocorticoids. So it, it turned out to have got an interesting process. So in the first of today's papers, I want to highlight one of the three systematic literature reviews carried out to inform the management recommendations. Uh, and this was uh, uh, summarizing 47 clinical trials uh, from Kirschbaumer and colleagues. Uh, and, and the second paper is to look at the recommendations themselves, which come, of course, from Joseph Smolin. And just to, to declare up front, I'm, I'm an author in these papers. Okay, well, as ever, if you want to see the summary slides of the papers I'm discussing, visit cytokinesignaling.com. It's a treasure trove, lots of great stuff in there, abstracts, summaries, slides, uh, access to podcast perspectives, and uh, please do head over there. Always worthwhile. Okay, first paper is the efficacy of synthetic and biological DMARDs, a systematic literature review informing the 2022 update of the EULA recommendations for the management of rheumatoid arthritis. Well, the background here, uh, the, the, the standard operating procedures for EULA recommendations requires us to do an SLR. And in this area, for this particular uh, round, we, we looked at efficacy safety and utilization of glucocorticoids, the, the latter stimulated particularly by the ACR uh, decision. The three SLRs are published separately. Now this particular SLR focuses on the evidence for the efficacy of pharmacological interventions of DMARDs published since the previous update in 2019. So it's time limited. And we particularly looked at conventional synthetic, biologic, bisimilar, targeted synthetic, uh, drugs across the range that are used in people with rheumatoid. We looked at Medline, Embase, Cochrane Central and Web of Science to identify all relevant articles published since the previous update in 2019 through 14th January 2022. Now it's important to know that randomized control data sets were eligible for inclusion only. Uh, of 8,969 search results, 169 articles were selected for detailed review and 47 were finally included. So what are the key findings in this study? Well, the efficacy of conventional synthetic DMARDs and short-term glucocorticoids in early RA was confirmed and similar to biologic DMARD and methotrexate combination therapy. The interleukin-6 pathway inhibition was shown to be effective in trials on olocizumab, and levolumab. Janus kinase inhibition was efficacious in different patient populations. Head-to-head -head trials comparing filgotinib 
and baricitinib to adalimumab and methotrexate IR patients did not show clinically meaningful differences between the MOAs. Evidence in the bioequivalence of bisimilars was provided through two identified SLRs, both in line with the available evidence from the previous update. After insufficient response to JAK inhibitors, patients could respond to TNF inhibitor treatment. And tapering of DMARDs was feasible for a proportion of patients who were able to taper therapy while remaining in low disease activity or remission. So uh, you really need to go to the paper itself, but the, the summary is that together with one SLR in safety of DMARDs and one on glucocorticoids, this SLR informed the task force of the 2022 update of the EULA recommendations for pharmacological management of rheumatoid arthritis. Well, let's turn to the main event uh, and let me talk about the actual recommendations themselves, the 2022 update. Now, as I alluded to in my introductory remarks, this uh, actually dates back to 2010 and every three years or so, EULAR's SOPs require us to go back and revisit the topic of a recommendation to ensure that it's still topical, properly informed and therefore useful in clinical practice. And as the last update was published in 2019, it was timely to perform this update. Uh, an international task force was formed, solicited three SLRs and safety and efficacy of DMARDs and glucocorticoids. The total task force consisted of the steering group of 15 individuals and an additional 33 experts. Um, experts were mostly rheumatologists, included patient research partners in addition and non-physician health professionals. The new evidence was discussed in light of the last update from 2019, and a predefined voting process was applied to each overarching principle and recommendation. We offer both in the EULA recommendation process. Levels of evidence and strengths of recommendation were assigned, and participants finally voted on the level of agreement for each item. Well, the, the key results here, and bear with me, because I think it's really important that we run through them. The, the task force agreed in five overarching principles and 11 recommendations. All overarching principles remain unchanged from the previous version, so that bit's easy. And indeed, six of the 11 recommendations themselves remained unchanged. Three small and one major change to the recommendations were implemented. The first small change relates to the use of glucocorticoids as bridging therapy when a conventional synthetic DMARD like methotrexate is started. Recommendation six now explicitly and unequivocally advocates not only a rapid tapering regimen, but also timely discontinuation. Physicians should make clear to patients at the time of first prescription that glucocorticoids are only a bridging therapy and physicians and patients should liaise to adhere to a pre-specified discontinuation strategy. The second small change accounts for the fact that IL-6 receptor inhibition has now been tested after insufficient response to another IL-6 receptor blocker. And this led to including IL-6 receptor blockade in addition to TNF inhibition in patients in whom a previous biologic DMR with the same mechanism of action has failed, and that's in recommendation 10. Third small change occurred by bringing previous recommendations 11 and 12 together and relates to the topic of tapering of drugs in patients with sustained remission. The most intense debate and uh, most expensive, extensive change occurred for recommendation eight, 
Now, this previously suggested positioning biologic DMARDs and targeted synthetic DMARDs at a similar level when methotrexate plus glucocorticoids were not sufficiently efficacious. However, following new safety issues emanating from the oral surveillance trial, recommendation now places JAK inhibitors at the same level as biologic DMARDs, but only in patients in whom risk factors for cardiovascular or malignant diseases have been considered specifically. This year's set of recommendations is smallest ever. In, in 2010, we had 15 recommendations reduced in a stepwise manner to 12 items by 2019 and 11 now in 2022. These are not deliberate reductions or are driven by parsimony, rather they're, they're logical consequences of our accumulation of new evidence. With every new drug, every new insight and every update of ULARS management recommendations, hopefully more patients will attain the treatment target, ultimately allowing us to state that active disease has been eradicated, just like severe joint damage is very rarely seen in, uh, in clinical practice today, as we are better at adhering to treatment strategies. And finally, just to comment that there is a research agenda which we hope will arrive at this desired state within the next two years, that state being minimal or no disease activity in a vast majority of patients, but we do need more trials. Well, concluding the 2022 update of the ULAR recommendations presented uh, was the fifth version of this ULAR activity. And every time a task force was convened, new aspects of management were discussed and respective changes developed. This current version, I hope, will inform rheumatologists and other stakeholders as to the, at least the current view of the task force as to how rheumatoid can best be managed. And I think it's worth pointing out that in 2022, uh, we, we did learn that seemingly steady state can easily be shaken up and disrupted by new data. So we really do need to continue to be vigilant. It's absolutely critically important. Well, um, as ever, to view the publications uploaded this month and to access other podcasts and resources, do head across to cytokinesignaling.com. And especially thank you for your attention. Don't uh, forget to subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you think by leaving a review. Um, this is a holiday season for many of us. So whether you're celebrating a festival or simply taking a break, I wish you peaceful time with friends, family and loved one. And I do look forward to meeting you again in 2023 when we will have more fabulous rheumatology to discuss. So very best of the season to you and to your family. Thank you.